7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabi Somosia. Who's really the smartest one in the sport of boxing? <laughs> and y'all getting mad, y'all, y'all getting upset? Y'all getting upset? And guess what? I'm not going to no boxing sites because all they do, I get the hate on both sides. If you don't like me, don't write about me. If you don't, if you guys don't want to see me do no exhibitions, don't come. Don't watch. I, I come on record and tell y'all when it comes to legalized bank robbing, I'm the best. <laughs> I changed my name from Pretty Boy Floyd. When I changed it to Money Mayweather, I started making money. You got to speak things to an existence. So y'all can keep, y'all can write the stories that y'all want to write. I don't care if y'all write good stories. I don't care if y'all write bad stories. At the end of the day, I will always have a last laugh. Because you say, because the people that write the stories, you're like, damn, I'm writing this story about Floyd. But look at the house I go to. And look at the house he go to. Damn, I'm writing about Floyd. But you can, you telling me that this kid, you tell me another boxer that makes $30 million from patches on his trunks. Tell me one. Tell me one. I'm, remember, y'all got, y'all forget. I'm the one that put heavyweights out of business when I was fighting. I mean, it's all about the, the big guys, the heavyweights. I put them out of business. Then all the guys that y'all said was extraordinary, the Canelos and the Pacquiao's, I made them look ordinary. Then y'all go back and say, oh, oh we, want to, we want to see Floyd fight him again. Why? When you, get it, when you get it done right the first time, you ain't got to do it the second time. And, I, and, no, no, and, I'm not, and I'm not coming back to the sport of boxing. Absolutely not. Okay. Good evening, everybody. Thanks for staying with us on SAFM and for joining us on SAFM Spot On with me, Tabi Somosi and Katleko Mudiba is producing the show. Sylvester Komane is in technical. It is a Boxing Wednesday, so and that's the reason we've opened with a clip from Floyd Money Mayweather, boxing's greatest bank robber, as you had there. Legal bank robber, he says. He was speaking after his exhibition event with social media star Logan Paul this past weekend and is responding to the critics who have slammed these fights. But as you heard from Floyd... It's all about the money. And he did say that he stands to make 100 million US dollars from that exhibition event with Logan Paul. And 30 million came from the shot, the shot sponsors alone. You saw he had all those patches on his shots there that he was, uh, that he was talking about on this clip. And he says that was 30 million US dollars worth of advertising. Only Floyd Mayweather can uh, do that. And I admit, I'm going to put my hand up and say I woke up and watched that event at 4 a.m. on Monday morning. And for me, it's just an honor to be able to watch Floyd in the ring again, regardless of what people say, just to get a chance to see Floyd even at the age of 44. I mean, he's not as sharp as he was, but he's still Floyd Mayweather then. It was just beautiful to see him in the ring. But I know some people disagree and I know there's also the danger element to these uh, YouTube stars of uh, taking part in boxing now because people get hurt in our sport. But credit to Logan Paul uh, for taking Floyd's punches. Didn't go down once. Logan Paul, even Floyd, was surprised by that. And there was no winner, but I mean, Floyd dominated him. He schooled him. He walked him down. He did everything he wanted to do with Logan Paul. And I think... um, he, he just didn't want to knock him down. He just wanted to put on a show and make sure that it goes the distance so that people can get their money's worth for that pay-per-view that was. But anyway, 
Back to the matter at hand. We're not going to discuss that tonight, but you're welcome to send your voice notes if you also woke up at four to watch it. But um, today we're going to sp- we're going to pick up where we left off uh, last week after those comments made by Azinga Fuzila's trainer, Chief Njeganya, who's calling for support for boxers who come from humble beginnings and get superstardom, but with little or no support. He was telling us that people will be shocked to find out where they train with Azinga. And it's a far cry from where Martin J. Ward probably trains in Britain, and that's why they need all the support they can get. So we did promise that We'll speak to promoter Terrace to, to just to talk about the challenges faced not only by the boxers but also the promoters and how we can commercialize and market our boxers to make sure that they are the superstars that they they deserve to be. And then we'll also speak to Rhino Liebenberg, the lion himself, who says he fought for the last time last Friday in Russia where he lost against Fedor Chudinov for the WBA Gold Super Middleweight title. But we know with boxing, eh? There's always a comeback somewhere, somewhere. But I wonder if, if the Lion will make a comeback. He took some punishment in that fight. Uh, Rhino, if you watched it, but uh, and I hope he's recovering well. But that's Rhino Liebenbeck. He always... He's, he, he, all, he can take a punch, let me put it that way. Uh, so we're going to hear from him and we're also going to talk about his career. Just look back and find out what is next for him now that he says he's hanging up his gloves. So if you want to join any of our topics or our conversations tonight, you can... Send us your voice notes to 061-4104-107. You can also call us directly 011-714-2006. Uh, those are the numbers to use. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Just before we speak to Terry, who's already on the line, the big boss at Drumble Africa Promotions, there was a post on Facebook about this Floyd Mayweather issue written by Sejuta Jr. AC Dinilla, who says, Some people made negative comments about this exhibition fight. They complain about Floyd prioritizing money over the sport of boxing. Well, he was right. Firstly, when Floyd announced this exhibition, he said he was going to have fun and make loads of cash. Guess what? He did. Secondly, he never lied and said it was going to be a boxing match. He was upfront to say it was going to be an exhibition and entertainment. Guess what? It really was. Thirdly, Floyd has been retired for some time now. He never claimed to be a professional boxer once again. He's enjoying himself by fighting celebrities outside boxing rules. And finally, everyone had a choice to watch this entertainment or not watch it. And it was very attractive to the casual fans and both guys made millions of dollars. Floyd was guaranteed 50 million US dollars before he stepped into the ring. His gear added 30 million more because of endorsements of badges and is now waiting for pay-per-view numbers and he might end up making up to or in the north of 120 million US dollars for 24 minutes of work. That is genius to me. Okay, it is genius. So before people start hating... Those are the reasons that Floyd took up this exhibition fight. But let's hear from Terrence and to what he thinks of these fights. Terrence, good evening and thanks for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. Yes, uh, thanks, Tabi. So, uh, good evening to you and the listeners. Thanks, Terrence. You were in Vegas. Just to get your thoughts on what do you make of this exhibition fight? Hey, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's a very difficult question. I think I am well captured by Stinil. Um, uh, and um, um, I'm not sure whether it's because of my love for Floyd <laughs> and how and how he commercialized boxing, and uh, and uh, and and his ability to market himself and his brand. I, I think is a is a genius, really. Is a genius. Um, is a genius because uh, really it was not boxing; it was mm. an exhibition. Uh, if we talk exhibition, it's a good, very very good idea, and. Um, I think uh, indirectly, he is well uh, marketing boxing because most people are actually interested in those things, mm. even those who are not necessarily boxing uh, loving people. Mm. So uh, I don't see anything wrong with the exhibition. Uh, I think it's good. It's good for him. 
it's not bad for boxing. Uh, it's really not bad because it's not it's not it's not done like uh, like uh, continuously. Mm. It's a it's a once off kind of a thing. More especially the pronouncement by Floyd that uh, it's it's, a, it's his last exhibition. Um, he's not going to come back again. He has retired. So I, I, I really don't see anything wrong. I'm properly captured by Stimmy. <laughs> Do you yes. think it's got potential to here in South Africa to pick up if it does happen? In South Africa? Mm. Yes, I think we can try it. We can try it. More so because we are, in, um, we are, we are very hungry for sponsors in South Africa. Mm. We are hungry for sponsors and, uh, and numbers. Um, our numbers are not good. Um, our numbers are not good in terms of people who watch, because you've got a gap between people who are followers of boxing in South Africa who who, who, who go and watch boxing in Orient or in Paris Palace, as compared to when there's boxing in Las Vegas. Mm. Everyone you meet in the street, you know this Tabiso. They will tell you about uh, those uh, four o'clock fights mm. of Las Vegas. And when there's a fight in South Africa, you get a different vibe altogether. And I actually noticed it even with Azinga. Uh, many people were interested because Azinga fought in Las Vegas. Mm. And uh, they were up for that fight in the early hours of the morning. Differently from when Azinga fight in South Africa at the Emperor's Palace or Orient Theater. So I, I think, I think we, we really need to do something about it in South Africa and, and see whether it can really improve in terms of our own numbers, uh, in terms of attracting, uh, in fact, even the big corporate, you know, businesses to support boxing. Yes. Because that's a different difference between us and them, and them in uh, in America. Boxing is well supported. Uh, is well supported. Um, maybe, maybe it's because of the laws, that's one thing that I think we need to focus on as well. The, are our gambling laws flexible enough to attract more money into gambling um, so that uh, we as well as a sport benefit from such a, a, a process? Because in Las Vegas, it's a, it's a gambling town. Whether you go to... Uh, a, in each and every hotel, there's a there's a casino. Uh, you don't find a you don't find a casino there in the outskirts next to the airport. Then in Santin, there's nothing. Uh, I'm talking about Jobek now. Mm. If you talk about East London, the casino is there in uh, Hemingways. You know, only in the beachfront there's nothing. So you find gambling in each and every hotel, and that is redirected to boxing, because when you have you know, uh, high volumes of traffic in the in those hotels. They in your in your boxing night, uh, you 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 those people after boxing they go and gamble. And and there was also and I I, I had to stop and and watch it. It was beautiful mm. in the we, casino. There are big screens where all the sports are actually uh, being pro- broadcasted there in the screens. Like so, like. Yeah. Uh, um, volleyball um, um, and and this other sport, the one like uh, it's played like cricket. <laughs> oh, baseball! Yes, yeah, it's baseball. Yes, yes, baseball, yes. boxing, 
and those guys are seated there uh, uh, focusing on betting, hmm. you know, betting for those sports, and they're there. And many people are focusing on the screens. So, so I'm saying uh, maybe we need to check in terms of our own laws um, and, and maybe revisit some of the laws so that we as well attract uh, more investment uh, even for the sport, yeah. Yes, and that's why we actually called you, Terrence, because we wanted to talk about the marketing and the commercialization of our boxers because Chief was telling us last week that they come from humble beginnings and probably their training facility is a far cry from where Martin J. Ward and all these guys are training and they need all the support that they can get. Firstly, from some from, for somebody who was in Vegas a couple of weeks ago, what did you learn from that trip when it comes to the marketing part of the game or the commercialization part of boxing? Because you are rubbing shoulders with the likes of Eddie Hearn there? One thing that you don't, uh, there's no way that you can miss it. You, 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 can't, you can't define and analyze your situation in South Africa, you know, uh, 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 separately from the, from the, from the eco- socioeconomic uh, situations of, the, of these two countries. If you talk about America, it's a developed world. Mm. Uh, it's a superpower. Uh, you can imagine the, the the status of the economy, the economic position of uh, of the Americans, whether they're involved in sport or otherwise. Then you you talk about South Africa. Um, it's not a developed country. It's a it's a developing country, and uh, you you then zoom in and talk about boxing, and look at who supports boxing in uh, in South Africa. Um, we, we all know that uh, boxing is supported by uh, the, 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 the poorest of the poor. And those who, who, who like and love boxing and who are involved in boxing. I was making this example jokingly mm-hmm. uh, to Chief and Azinga. I was saying we were just analyzing the crowd. Um, mm-hmm. you, you, you had, you know, well-off guys uh, economically. Uh, inside the arena, uh, you, you can analyze even the attire, what mm. they were wearing uh, during the uh, the fight. I'm talking about the top guys who are actually in the ringside. Um, then you check the the other crowds generally. You you'll, you'll see that uh, those guys who love hip hop. I assume that some of them are even artists. Mm. You know, they they come with their own girlfriends. So the the, the the attendees to the boxing fight. Uh, I was I was I was joking, of course, is that uh, if if you have a boxing tournament in East London, uh, you'll find that most of the people they come to Orient even without the the the, the money mm. uh, to pay for their own entry. We, we wait outside there until we they see someone we know. They wait outside and and call you. Uh, you you know. And you analyze the the, the 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 tickets in America, the price, and the, and the economic positions of those people who support boxing. There is a huge gap, Tabis. I'm saying huge gap between the two. Mm. So I'm saying these are social economic conditions which you cannot just pray for. They just change because they are not necessarily about boxing. You know. They are about us. Who are we? Uh, where are we coming from? Uh, you know, as a country and as a nation, what is our situation economically? So, so it's not something that you can say 
uh, uh, we're supposed to be there. Why we're not? Why we're not there? Mm-hmm. It's not informed. It's not necessarily informed by boxing. It's formed by. It's informed by other factors, social, economic, and political factors. That America is a superpower, a developed country, and you analyze South Africa. South Africa is a op- direct opposite of um, of America. So that that's the major point in my view. That's a major point. That's why it's Isabella as a tabisu, because we think that we can change the situation for the better. And um, we, we must all do it. We must all make sure that we want to change the situation around, turn the situation around, you know. It's not, it's not, it was not created by us. We are yeah. not in a, in a situation created by our own, by our own actions as the current generation. You, you can, you can trace back whether you talk about color, colonization of our country, whether we talk about non-Mause, there were many factors which contributed to our own standing as a society and as a country. So, so, so that, that is my point, Tabiso. Then, then, then coming to boxing now as a sport, um, I, I, having said that, I think that at least we can try and, um, and emulate what is done in America. You know, I, and I said this before we, we jetted off to America to say, now that Azinga has won, mm. maybe it gives us an opportunity to reflect as different stakeholders, yes. not only as people of boxing, as, 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 as stakeholders, different stakeholders, government, um, us as a boxing uh, uh, people, the entire sporting, uh, your Saskok, and say, what are we doing collectively to actually improve our different sporting codes in South Africa? Because I do believe that uh, we, we do have a role to play, all of us. You know, I think that uh, if we are focused, uh, government can play a very critical role in, 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 in lobbying sponsors Tabiso, to come and support boxing. Mm-hmm. Hold that thought. I just want to take a call. A caller here. I don't want to keep Raachi waiting. Good evening, member in welcome. Member, how's you? We are fine. Thanks and you, sir. The gentleman, you, 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 your guest is talking the truth. Yes. And, oh, Tina, we've been saying it, and we are going to be saying it, no magasel. Scrap it a minute, the act of boxing. I mean, for example, um, if at all you strap, I mean, you take the act out of boxing, what is it that you're going to lose? Because now we know today that now we're not I mean, making strides in our boxing because of the act. Once we take off the act, after two, three seasons, she's a one, this is not working. Let's go back then to I mean, a parliament. I mean, for for example, I mean, we've got a thousand and one, I mean, promoters. I mean, guys who have been telling us that people, we, I mean, the act, I mean, uh, stops us from doing a thing. I mean, I mean look, and, and what exactly do you mean by that, uh, Brahachi, for those who are not familiar with the act and how boxing is structured? Way back, we used to have in Antigua what is known as the Boxing and Wrestling Act. Because there was blood, yeah, therefore there should have been an act. 
and uh, so that now people should uh, mean, understand in Dokuba, we, uh, we are not fighting, we are playing under an act. But now, up to today, the act is irrelevant to our boxing. Mm-hmm. And then the act, for, you cannot just do anything you want we, I, mean, I mean, in boxing, because you will be saying, okay, what does the ex say? Okay, what does the minister say? And all of that. Okay. But if you take it out as a sport, which you want, uh, for, for example, at some stage, boxing used to be what? I mean, uh, number two in the country, or yeah. the top five. Or top three, even, yes. yes. Correct. Now, what I'm saying is that now, Let's take off the act and say, let's go to the deputy minister of sport because and it's just a cool minister. Okay. Not that I'm coming from a colony. <laughs> I mean, the deputy minister says, lady, okay. do this in a week's time. Okay, no? deputy minister, let's take a voice note also. Good evening, Tabiso and SFM Sports and Unom Territorida. Uh, I've got a simple question for him. I mean, boxing used to be the second biggest sport in this country. It was up there with your cricket, I mean, with your soccer, with your rugby, and all the big ones. And it used to have sponsorship like King Kong, like uh, Old Park. Uh, and it used to be very well supported. According to Terry's, uh, what happened? Because I think well, you can think of any plan. Uh, to, 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 to make it big, you have to ask yourself what happened to it because it used to be big, like really big. Boxers were celebrities, boxers were stars, I mean, boxers were recognized. But now, uh, even, even, I'm afraid to say, even in Ezpunzani, some people don't know Azinga. I mean, uh, where did boxing go wrong? I mean, I just want to hear. Terrence's answer to that. Where did boxing go wrong? Right, I'm not sure if your guest is correct. In the olden days, when boxing was glory days of boxing in East London, the boxers were hungry to win. They become soft, I think, and they're just driven by money. In the olden days, it was the glory of being a fighter. That seems to have gone. Mike, I'm Okay, thanks, Mike. I'm, I'm noting all those questions. Maybe let's start from the top, Terrence, because when I stopped you, you were talking about the support, how we need support. And Brachi also mentioned that the act is a hindrance. I don't know if you agree with that, but a lot of criticism is always leveled at government. Is that fair or does everybody need to come to the party? This thing about the act is really not important. Because whether we are, we are going to be governed by the act of parliament, it, it won't take away the responsibility of government to assist its own citizens. You know, whether there's an act or not, it won't it won't make us as boxing people not to be South Africans and uh, and, uh, and 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 be required to be assisted by government. So, so, so I, I won't venture in on that uh, into that discussion, uh, uh, Tabiso, um, because I was saying when uh, you, you actually entertained some of the of the of the callers that we we needed to reflect because I I, I could see that everyone was celebrating mm. the success of Azina Fuzi, mm. but we we really need to reflect. For example, Tabiso, we we were in Las Vegas in a very big. 
uh, uh, arena. Why are we not having a big arena in East London? Mm. An arena which is not going to be for of boxing use only, but uh, also contribute to the tourism of uh, of the city, of the province, of the Eastern Cape, for example. That's a reflection I'm talking about. Uh, let's talk about MIG, mm. the, the Municipal Infrastructure Fund. It, it, it says a certain percentage from that grant is supposed to go towards the develop, development of sporting infrastructure. It's a, it's a it's, it's law written black and white. Why are we doing are we not doing such things? So I'm saying the decline of boxing is as a result of different factors. You can point some of the factors to us. I'm talking about us as boxing people. You can check how we decline in terms of promoting quality fights. And, 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 and how it declined from producing. You can check the, the, the then generation of Nita, Pungu, Botile, Tetelo, and check the gap between them and uh, later on, your, your Tingani Tobelas of the time and all that, uh, your Pepe Jake Matlala. Check the gap between that generation and um, you then later had uh, Tete. Mm. That check the gap between the two generations. You, you could see a clear decline. Mike says the boxers are not hungry these days. Yeah, it's, it's all about really, the money. It's really not true. It's really not true. Because what makes them to be angry are opportunities. When they see that there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there are fights. For example, there are no fights now. And uh, there are no fights now. Um, and when you don't produce a credible uh, champion, like your IPF, WPC, for sure, psychologically, those boys are not encouraged to go back to the gym. Yes, I blame them also. Mm-hmm. Because in the, some go to the gym when they have a date, mm-hmm. which is a problem also. Uh, so it's not entirely that uh, they are not hungry, but there are elements of decline, even in terms of commitment of boxers and all that. So... There are many factors which you can point out. You can point also the fact that you can even compare the the administrative capabilities of a of the regu- regulatory body at the time. You compare it to to the current um, generation. You see, you you see serious gaps, serious gaps, uh, serious gaps. So so I'm saying we need to pull up. We need to pull up all of us, us uh, promoters, boxers. Uh, Boxing South Africa government pull up and uh, define our vision. Then, uh, once we define our vision, then make sure that we achieve that particular vision. Mm. So I'm saying that that's an issue to me, Tabiso. You need all players to be committed, to be focused. Then we can achieve what we want to achieve. But if we are not uh, focused, there is BSA in his or her in its corner. There's a government in its corner. There are promoters in their own corner and boxers. You you won't achieve anything because for for big corporate business to come in and invest in boxing, you you really also need the commitment of government in terms of lobbying, in terms of lobbying, because. Uh, it is not my responsibility to attract a big corporate business to sponsor boxing, like Old Park, like your Ellerins, like your Vodacom. It's BSA, 
and the Minister of Sport to go and lobby sponsors to come into boxing, sponsor uh, uh, belts, sponsor other things in boxing at that level, you see. So also regulate the broadcasting rights. There's a problem of broadcasting in South Africa, and 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 we are in our own as as promoters. Uh-huh. You must go and beg for 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 rights for broadcasting rights. You must go and beg. Uh, there is no coordinated approach as to who who is going to be given rights, uh, broadcasting rights, whether by the national broadcasts or the private ones. Uh, Tabis, mm. good boys are not being televised. Although they are good, you see that this fight is supposed to be televised. But because broadcasting is not coordinated, and and I can safely say that boxing is exploited, by the way, by the broadcaster. It's exploited. You you, you can... uh, And that exploitation is not not only affecting promoters, it's also affecting boxers. Because they are supposed to be paid in terms of their own purses from from such uh, uh, donations and contributions from broadcasters. And if you are given, you know, 400 as Rumble Africa promotions, for sure, you, 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 you are not going to pay enough to boxers. And compare what is paid to boxing and what is paid to soccer. And uh, you'll find it a very serious gap. Yeah. So are the, those are the things that I think need us to sit down and... Uh, uh, make a contribution, a collective contribution, and uh, so so that that, that is the point, Tabiso. Yeah. Because if you go to Las Vegas, broadcasting is well uh, is well regulated and coordinated. The serious money, which is uh, which is uh, uh, put on broadcasting, hence you see your Floyd getting serious passes. Because there's serious money. raised an issue about sponsorship. You've touched on it. But when you have a boxer, how do you go about finding sponsorship? And I'm sure you've knocked on doors. How are you received? What what weighs more than the other when you look for sponsorship? Yeah, we do. And the, 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 the other managers, they also approach uh, uh, different sponsors. Yes, we were well received. And most of the guys are guys we invite to our boxing tournaments. When they go and... Uh, and um, enjoy boxing at Orient Theatre. They, they then, out of that, uh, say, look, no, we want to be involved, we want to sponsor this boy and that boy. That's how we, we got some of the sponsors. We invite them to Orient, say, come and watch this boxing, they watch boxing, and they say, no, we're interested, we need to contribute something towards, uh, towards uh, uh, the boys. So, so but, but, but it's easier, Tabi, so when it's broadcasted. When mm. it's broadcasted, you are phoned by showing so that no, I'm watching this boy. This boy is good. You don't even and have I'm to go to the sponsor. They come to you. They come to you. They come to you. They come to you because it's broadcasted, and they see that uh, they they it's, a, it's an exposure to them as well. Because when they sponsor, they are going to be, you know, uh, they are going to appear in a kit or something. So mm-hmm. if you can address the issue of broadcasting, then the issue of sponsors is not going to be a problem. Do you have another voice note? Oh, okay. And then when it comes to the issue of marketing a boxer to make the boxer a superstar, I mean, you've tried your best with Azinga. He has a huge following. How big a part of the job is this? And is it up to you as a promoter to market your boxer? Uh, it's, a, it's a collective responsibility. 
uh, the boxer must play uh, must play his own role as well. Um, uh, behave, um, uh, be neat, um, beyond the social networks, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, um, be a um, be a celebrated uh, person in the true sense of the word. Mm. They must, uh, and I'm happy with my boys. Uh, if you look at the look at the Azinga, look at Nonzinga, how Nonzinga behaves. Uh, He's behaving like a champion already. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow him on Facebook, how he, he posts on Facebook. So we, we also assist in terms of uh, sitting down with them, guiding them on how to promote um, uh, themselves. So, so And you guys, you play a very critical role as well by exposing uh, these guys and, mm-hmm. and what we do in boxing. It's a collective responsibility, Tabiso. We we and I must say that we are doing well, but it's quite different in Las Vegas. I must say, and I hear I hear Utera City, Abando Bangam Krita Azinga, eh It's the same thing we're talking about with Azinga and Chief. <laughs> we're saying, hey, it, it, it's different here. If you look, if you if if you look at the people who approached Azinga, and asking for selfies asking in Vegas. For, in Vegas, in Vegas, Tabis, you can ask if in Vegas, in Las Vegas, not even after the fight, before the fight, because they knew they follow boxing, they know they are boxing, they knew that there's going to be some Azinga who's going to be fighting around. Mm-hmm. When he appears, they know this is Azinga, uh, and this guy is fighting tomorrow. They ask for selfies and all that. It was even worse after the fight. <laughs> you know, yet different. Uh, of course, uh, and, and 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 beautiful girls approaching Azinga, uh, asking for numbers, uh, asking for selfies. Um, so so it was beautiful, yeah. and we all agreed that there is. We really thought that we're a maker of boxing, and we actually said, boxing in Las Vegas. Mm. <laughs> That's how we we we. That's we the said, mecca of said, boxing, Las Vegas. Yeah, we said uh, Las Vegas. I'm not even talking about the gyms, Tadiso. When yes. you drive around Las Vegas, the number of uh, gyms, boxing gyms, and each and every young boy there in Las Vegas is uh, is is uh, uh, working hard. Mm. They want to be like Floyd Mayweather, um, Tank, and all other guys because a boxer in Las Vegas is a big person. Is <laughs> a, a serious person. It's like a soccer player in Las it's like a soccer player in Johannesburg. We are boxing in Las Vegas. And they've got we proper really facilities to train. They are, they are very proper. Uh, very proper. We, When we arrived there, we, we had to manage our, our weight. I was given clear instructions by chief on what to do. Uh, I would wake up uh, every morning at 6 with a zinger, work on his weight. But uh, in the afternoon, we go to some gym where we... Trains. Oh, okay. That's where we managed our weight uh, until uh, Friday. So the, the the infrastructure is is superb. It's out of this world. And that's where uh, we are still lacking here at home. Eh? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Uh, Tabi, so very much so. We need many people to invest in different teams. Uh, I know. I know Nomfesana uh, 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 is building some gym in Mkansan. Oh, wow. I know, th- yes, yes, I know. I know a few people who are opening gyms. Um, 
I, I like what is happening in Johannesburg because uh, you've got also some celebrities, more especially females. They are starting to love boxing for self-defense and other things, you know. Mm. So that that is good. We need to encourage it. Nomeva is doing well as well there. We need the same here in East London. Um, fight clubs um, have uh, equipment and all that. Okay, let's take one more voice note here before we wrap up our conversation with Terrence Ndutu from uh, Ramal Africa Promotions. Tabiso, what I can say is promoters and all those team guys that are organizing, they've robbed Abandwana, Abasukola, Yobases, Punzana, and all over Abasukamaketo. Yeah, well, in boxing. So that is why Ubonaguti boxers now, they are not even interested that much. Even former boxers, they're not interested to bring their children in the in the ring because by us, at the end. Sorry, man. Thank you, Sabulela Mtoda. Blaming the promoters here. Yeah, uh, Terrence, should the promoters take responsibility? Okay, let's play another voice note before uh, we let Terrence respond. Oh, should... He says... Is okay. Here it is. Uh, good evening, Tariso. Uh, you know what? Man? I'm I'm listening to to what you're saying uh, and your guest there, but I, I I have a different uh, opinion regarding what he's saying, uh, especially about South African boxers and so forth. First of all, there's no boxer who will say you will want to go to, into the ring and play for fun without earning anything. The difference between our boxers and the likes of Mayweather, the, what he has done and what he's still doing. Mayweather will, will be an example that we will always give in our lifetime. And I'm proud of him for owning his material. His material is his hands, his fights and everything. He owns that. But then our, our own our boxers here in South Africa, the, the people who are, are, are on the legislation or who, who, who are making rules want to benefit more than the boxers. We're killing the boxing. Okay, they're a little bit similar, those two voice notes. People are saying that the interest of the boxers are not put first here. Uh, Terrence, how do you respond to those? I, I don't know how. I really don't know how, Tabisu. But what I think was a, a serious a, a, a disadvantage in the past is to subject boxers into a, a financial management uh, I don't want to say classes, mm-hmm. uh, but um, uh, take them through on how best they can manage their own finances. Mm. Because uh, I know there was a serious argument in the past on how uh, the former champions uh, were ill-treated and all that. Mm. And I had a different opinion. I had a different opinion informed by what I saw in front of me, not because I knew what was in in the account. I, I I was exposed to boxer to times at the time who were driving serious cars and uh, who had um, houses in different suburbs around East London. And uh, you can you can go to Johannesburg and and, and you'd be told what uh, the, this and the other champ was driving at the time. But I think perhaps uh, what we need to excel on is to assist in terms of the financial management uh, uh, situations. Uh, take them through. Somebody even advised me, but I said to him, it's difficult, but uh, maybe we need to try. Because 
you, you give a boxer like 500,000 or a million at once. Instead of going to FNB or Standard Bank and, and, and say, look, the, here is this boxer. Uh, and uh, is a boxer is getting money at once, you know. Uh, can't you take this money, then uh, give him a salary of this amount a month? Uh, we we work Tabiso. You, you are also employed. We know that a month you get uh, you get maybe twenty thousand, thirty thousand, forty thousand. You don't get five hundred thousand a month. Mm. Uh, but I know in South Africa, even when boxers are fighting inside of South Africa, you 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 pay between eighty thousand and five hundred thousand to a boxer. Uh, so I I I I wouldn't really agree that uh, promoters are contributing in the uh, in the in the in the problems which are faced by the former boxers. We need financial literacy. What we, what we need to do is to get a commitment from managers and boxers. Manage their finances properly, but not this thing. Of course, of saying, "Look, I'll, I'll I'll take care of the man and give you money." No, go to the bank street and say, "Look, there's a man which is going to be deposited, but don't give this man away at once. Give this guy twenty thousand a month, or twenty-five thousand, or thirty thousand. That's what we are going to do. That's what we are going to discuss." Ah, but what if the guy says, but "I want all my money"? We're not going to impose it. We're not going to impose it. Oh, uh, okay. It's up to the boxer if he agrees or not. Yeah. But we're going to we're mm. going to make some proposal to our boxers to say, look, can we do this at least to manage the situation so that we don't see ourselves in the near future in the same uh, 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 situation. Yeah. Okay. We've got a minute left, Terence. What, Terence, what's next for Rumble Africa Promotions? When is the next tournament? We 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 we're not certain. We're not certain, Tabiso. We don't want to shout and make bold announcements, and then we don't uh, comply with. But you always deliver. But uh, the, the the critical issue now is to make sure that Azinga challenges for World Titan and Seven Azinga. Then uh, we're going to see around uh, July what we can do for our boxers. There are a few young stars which are going to pro- introduce. There's Bono from Chief. There's Luando and uh, other few guys. So. There's something which we are going to announce, uh, Tabis. Okay, now we'll wait for you. Uh, but soon. thanks for, for indulging with us. Thank you for the insight. We just wanted to understand more about the workings of uh, boxing outside the rings. And I think you've given us a lot to talk about. And we can carry this conversation forward, bringing in different guests over the next few weeks. But thanks, Tabis, for speaking to us. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Nagotera no Komanispa Kumda. Yes, a groupini. And I saw in the group people are saying kids are going to the gym now because of Azinga. Yeah, they, they must. inspired. Uh, yeah, they are very inspired by Azing and Sive. No, that's good to hear. And I saw a lot of guys got Dazone finally and subscribed to Dazone. So well done, Azinga. You're an influencer now. And I hope you can get all the support that you deserve, you and Chief and your promotions company there. And Cabello just reminded me here about somebody that owes Nomeva one million rent. He's probably listening. We might revisit that case again. Because Nomeva must still get his one million rand, guys. PBL, it can be just we move on and we forget about it. Surely, the guy fought for his money, so he deserved to. And even he had a big check. Remember, he was holding a big check, but no money. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. And let's end the show by catching up with the lion himself, Rhino Liebenberg, after his courageous performance in Russia uh, last of Friday. Rhino, good evening. Thanks for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. What's up? How are you doing? No, we're fine. Thanks. How are you feeling? When did you get yeah, back from Russia? Feeling a lot better. 
most of the swelling's gone. So, yeah, feeling good. Okay, that's good to hear. And how do you look back at that fight against the shooting of Rhino? Probably one of the hardest fights of my career. I, I would. It's either that or Alida Alvarez. It's. It was like it was like fighting a block of concrete in front of me. Genuine, a very hard fight. Was he was he exactly what you expecting, or he gave no, you more? a lot more? We didn't expect him to eat so many punches. We prepared for somebody that eat a lot less. Mm. Um, the power is not like a, a normal boxer where he eats bum 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 bum. So mm. soft, soft, hard, hard, soft, soft. It's one level. It's if you rate power, like out of ten, all the punches are eight, yeah. eight, 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 eight. It's like one, one. It's like somebody throwing you with bricks. But you stood there. You're a tough fighter, Rhino. You're a tough guy. You never shot uh, away from this Unfortunately, I fight. am a tough fighter. The hardest part of the fight was not having Colin in my corner. So people ask me how it, how it is when you don't have your coach in your corner. Mm. And, and then uh, the easiest way to explain to them is if you go on, on to a rugby game and as you run out of the rugby game, they take your fly off out of the game and oh. say, listen, yeah, you can't replace him. You must play without him. Yeah. And so, so that was, that was, that made it very hard. It, it was demotivating. But other than that, I enjoyed it. Yeah. And what did you make of that positive uh, test of Colin? Because I believe the second one was negative. Is that correct? Yeah, so so when we got there, when we we flew out of here, it was negative. Mm. Then when we got there, he tested positive. Then he tested. That was in the Tuesday. Then he tested again. Then it was negative. It was the Wednesday. Then we tested again the Thursday. Then it was positive. Then the oh. government told him he needed to go in isolation, but they didn't tell him the previous day. So oh, you can see it for what it is and yeah. what you will, but. It is what it is. He wasn't allowed to be at the fight, and I had to fight without him. No, it sounds very fish. Is he still there, isolated? He, he is still there in isolation. Mm. It's going very well with him. Um, he's, he's not really ill, so yes, mm. he is still there in isolation. It's part of the ten-day thing that he needs to stay there, and hopefully, we get him back soon. Okay, let's hope so. And are we seeing you back soon or not, Rainer? Because you confirmed uh, again that you're retiring. No, you know what? I, I did everything I wanted to do in boxing. I tried my best to achieve a world title. I, I, I just came up short, but there are very few people that actually do it. And and I enjoyed 10 years of my life going into a boxing ring and doing what I loved. So now I gave it a good run and I enjoyed it, but now it's time for my family. So now I'm hanging up my gloves. The lion is no more. My wife told me the other day, she said, you know what, Rayno? Now you're not Rayno the lion anymore. Now you're just Rayno. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. And, and yeah. I'm good with it. Yes. And, and, and did you have to consult with the family first? No, we talked about it. They knew where my heart is. I know what they want. They know what I want. Mm. And together we made the decision. And I think it's better for us. You know, it's time for the young ladies to come up, show what they're worth and take over. Yeah, but you did win a number of titles, uh, uh, Rhino. I mean, IBO All Africa, WBC Silver. I think twelve in total, if I'm not mistaken, more or less twelve. But um, yes, I always just came short of a world title. Mm -hmm. I won basically any and every other title that there was, except for a world title. 
So it's like I said, I, I achieved more than most people in boxing. Yeah. You know, I fought on the international stage seven a lot, times. A lot, yeah. I went overseas eight times. I, oh, no, I I did everything that I wanted to do and had to do, and I and I enjoyed it. I I never made boxing. I enjoyed it for what it was, and it was good for me. And did boxing give you back what you gave to the sport? I, I don't think so. I don't think it, it can ever give you back what you what you give to the sport. But I'm planning to give back as much as I can as soon as I find my feet and get where I want to be in my headspace, and then I'll give back to boxing. Are you focusing on your business now? Because the last time I had you had a successful painting business. Yes, paint I, I've business. got a paint shop. I've got a very successful paint shop. Uh, it's in Blackheath Universal Paints. Parking. I'm always there. But yes, so I'm, I need to focus on that and my family, build a future. And then I'm definitely not lost for the sport of boxing. I haven't decided exactly what I want to do or how I'm going to do it. Mm. You know, I'm from the West Range. There aren't too many pros here, pro clubs. So you never know. I'll wait for Colin. We'll have a sit down. We'll talk. And you'll definitely see me in boxing again, just not as a fighter. Oh, that's wonderful, uh, uh, Rhino. And we wish you all the best going forward. Uh, thank you for the memories. Thank you for what you gave to the sport of, of boxing. We'll never forget your contribution. I mentioned you're a tough guy, tough fighter, never shied away from, from, from the fights, and you gave it your all. And that's why we just wanted to bring you on and just celebrate you and highlight what you've done, Rhino. Thank you very much. Uh, like I said, I enjoyed everything. Thanks for the support. The love I got from South Africa has always been great. And I enjoyed every second of it. And yeah. hopefully I see all the people soon. Where's that paint shop again so we can support you? Uh, it's, in, uh, it's Universal Paint on Bayes Deer Drive in Cresta, Blackheath. Oh, I'm see, always there. So I just see. pop in. We can talk paint, boxing, whatever's on your mind. Let's go for it. Nice one, Rhino. All the best. We'll uh, support you there. Rhino, the lion living back, hanging up his gloves at the age of 37. I believe we're ending with a voice note, gents. Oh, okay, we're not ending with a voice note. Okay, it is uh, 8 o'clock, so we're going to have to go to news. What a tough guy is Rhino Liebenberg. If you're on social media, go to my social media account and check how his face looks like after that fight in Russia. You can even hear the way he's talking, that he's still recovering. But he takes a punch. The man takes a punch. They say he's courageous, a uh, very brave fighter, Rhino Liebenberg, and uh, we hope he's not lost to the sport and he'll get involved and he will plow back and give back to the youngsters like you mentioned especially in the west end there and colin we hope you are well in russia my friend i know you're probably listening to us we're going to check on you uh, later on please come back safely that's it from us then it is uh, time for news we'll discuss you at baxter tomorrow folks he was a he was uh, he returned to kaiser chiefs today but we'll have that discussion tomorrow because it's, it's a big discussion and we need to have a proper discussion about that